Ben Criddle isn't breaking down copious amounts of film on his beloved Cougar football team. He's talking Cougar sports, and he's doing it right here on ESPN 960 and ESPN960sports.com. Welcome back to Cougar Sports on ESPN 960 and ESPN960sports.com. Filling in for Ben Criddle, Sean Walker from KSL.com. Getting you through the drive time hours. It's almost rush hour, so we'll keep you company while you're in your car or while you're waiting to clock out for the final hour of the work week. Brian Logan, as the government calls him, below as we call him, by my side. Ronald Weaver the third. Uh, in the producer's chair, Gavin Lee on the social. Thanks, guys, for joining me. We're gonna we're gonna talk BYU basketball right now on ESPN 960 because I know it's football season, guys. But practices have started. There's that little chill in the fall air, and every morning I walk outside and I go, "It's basketball season. I'm ready <laughs> for college basketball, guys. I am ready for college basketball." BYU. BYU Basketball on ESPN 960 today is brought to you by Twisted Cow Shakes, home of the over-the-top shakes, the official shake and ice cream spot for ESPN 960 listeners, created by two Provo residents, Dayton and Chloe, with the help of showing people there's freedom in being unique. From horchata to brown cow brownie, cookie butter, coconut, and so many other classic favorites, they like to say some ice cream is better than others. Check them out at 250 North University Avenue, right in the heart of downtown Provo. Open Monday through Saturday until midnight. Uh, check them out at thetwistedcowshakes.com, the Twisted Cow on Instagram as well. Let's get out to the ESPN 960 Bout Time Pub and Grub Hotline and welcome in uh, second year women's basketball coach. I almost said first year again, coach, but second year women's basketball coach. You're an established veteran at this point, Amber Whiting from the BYU Women's Basketball Program. Thanks for joining us, coach. You're right. It's good to be here. Coach, I, I got I, I to get you started off a little bit because I, I called you earlier in the program the best dress coach on BYU's coaching roster. And specifically, I'm referring to your shoe game. <laughs> I don't think, all due respect to Kalani Satake, all due respect to Mark Pope, to Dilji Taylor, to some of the other coaches uh, on on the roster, I don't think there's a BYU coach that has a better shoe game than you do. Can you confirm or deny for <laughs> I mean, you said it, not me, so hey. <laughs> How- I take a lot of pride in my shoe game, but I try and keep up with my family because they're the ones that are always getting the goods all the time. I was I was gonna say in that family of four between uh, between Trent, Amari, and Jace. I mean it's it's a lot to keep up with. So like, I I don't oh, yeah for sure you know yeah like I, I I say you're number one on the BYU coaching roster. Uh, you're definitely somewhere one through four in the Whiting clan. I just don't know where to put you one through four, and it might depend on the day. I won't. Lie. I would shoe game definitely four because I only like the Jordan one lows. But then my okay. family, you know, they're like, oh, you got to get the two, the three, the fours. And I'm like, I don't really care. I just like the comfort. So, That's fair. Yeah, they fair. they go all over the place with it. That's true. That's true. They are a little bit crazy. They're a little bit wild. Amber Whiting from BYU <laughs> Women's Basketball, second-year head coach, joining us. A uh, little after the first week of practice, we're, we're about a week and three days into the official NCAA practice period. Coach, how'd week number one go, and how are the girls looking? Um, I think we had a little bit of a cheat session with going being able to go to Italy. 
So mm-hmm. we've kind of already got those three games under our belt. We, I kind of see already chemistry that I like, um, rotations that I like. And we were able to teach a lot more this summer having those 10 practices before. And so I feel like we are ahead of the game um, compared to last year. Not compared to other teams. I'm just comparing my team last year to my team this year. And so I really like where we're at right now. For sure. Well, and you mentioned you got a little bit of a cheat shake cheat sheet going overseas to that preseason tour of Italy, playing a couple games, getting, I think you're, you're, you're given about 10 practices or so to, to kind of get acclimated for that trip. And then obviously the trip over there and whatnot, how big of a cheat sheet is bringing Lauren Gustin back on this team as well? All but she was recently named all big 12 preseason honorable mention. She's arguably the best rebounder in BYU history, probably the best in the modern era. I'll say it's, it's, I'm going to flip a coin between her and Tina Gunn-Robinson. Um, it's it's 1A and 1B in my mind. How big of a cheat sheet is she going into her final year of college basketball for you guys to rely on? Um, well, I mean, it's no secret she went in the portal. And so for her to choose to come back and choose us, um, I told her, like, her, her teammates, her players, her sisters on the team, they're going to play so hard for her um, just because she chose that, right? Um, and I just... I see the camaraderie. I see a different side of Lauren that I haven't seen last year. Like, I see her in the gym shooting nonstop. I see her always going to the stats to look at, you know, where she was at for the day and what she needs to get better on. And, I mean, it's crazy. Like, yes, she is the nation's leading rebounder last year, but it's crazy to see the growth in her from last year to this year, just in, like, skill level. And then her leadership as well, like, she had opened up last year and started talking, but now it's like pulling kids aside, putting your arm around them, teaching the young ones, you know, this is how we should do it. This is what we do. This is what is acceptable. And just always holding the line culturally for us. It's been really big for us this year. I'm, I'm happy that she's, she's made her way back because I became a fan, you know, towards the end of, of the season and watching you guys play and, um, Man, I, I literally almost cried out telling that to Ben, um, you know, when I heard the news. So I'm happy she came back. Because I just want to say, you know, my offer to you that I made to you in the summer um, when we did the Welcome to Big 12, <laughs> it's, still, it's, still, it's still open. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready to sign. Oh, so, yeah. you know, never you. I need you to come. Just come be a practice guy squad for a bit and just see how hard it is to play against Flo. Oh, oh, don't. Oh, I'm there. You, we official, all heard, we heard the invite. That's an official invite. That's an invite. I'm there. Right oh, I there. can't wait. This I is a binding contract, I coach. can't wait. I'm about to go do some yoga so I can stretch and get ready. Right. 10 and, to 12. Uh, 10 to 12 tomorrow. 10 to 12 tomorrow. Okay. okay. I'm there. What? Oh, I can't. I'm doing. No, I can't. I can't do tomorrow. I'm, I'm, go, I'm doing sport, BYU Sports Nation from 10 to 11. Oh. I can come 11 to 12, though. Okay. 11 to 12? Okay. okay. Or you can all come right. Saturday. Either I'll, one. I'll do Saturday. I want. I want the full experience. So I'll come. We'll I'll come you in. Okay. I'm ready. Let's I'm ready. You know. Oh nope. Nope. Look. Look. No pressure on you. I'm no pressure on the. On the... You know we're gonna. You know we're gonna get some film on you. Back up all this talk, right? Oh please, please, we, please. I, I might bring I was, my own. I, I was just bring... about to say we are 100 percent bringing a camera crew for this. I, absolutely. Like, we are I, absolutely bringing. Absolutely. A look. Why? Any other reporter, media guy, you're the one that gets my blood boiling a lot. <laughs> you know why? Just lay one on you, you know. Look, look, look. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm a competitor. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I talk, I talk like this to my 12 year old. I'm like, you're not about to beat me in Uno tonight, son. You know. So, I, it's just, it's just, it's just how I am. You know. Like when we race to the car, I'm, I'm, I am 
like I'm dusting him when we like I I'm just competitive, you know. So don't don't take yeah. it uh, don't take it too personal, you know. Oh, I, um, I don't take it personal. I just want to be able to shut it up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, so wait. Now nah, that's that's me as an athlete. Back to me being a, an analyst. Um, oh, okay. What 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 I what I want to know from you is um, specifically when it, when it comes to the growth, right? You said going overseas and comparing, you know, this year and then comparing your team this year and last year, you know, you've you've, you've seen growth um, from those two comparisons. I, I want to know the difference in um, the chemistry of the team, maybe on the court or off the court. Um, usually, I know when when other teams have you know played overseas. The biggest thing that their coaches and the players say is that, oh, we got extremely close, um, you know, and, and that did wonders for us, you know, off, you know, outside the court or outside the field. Um, have you seen any any growth um, there in those areas? Oh, of course. Like, so when we went over there, um, I did a couple things uh, intentionally to, like, just met, mix it up. And so every time we changed cities, they had a different roommate. And putting returners, because I have seven new incoming people, right? So I'm putting returners with one of those new incomers. Um, so every night they changed roommates as far as, like, cities. So I think they had four different roommates. Every night they had to sit by somebody new, not just girls, but staff members as well. So everybody had to intermix, including spouses and whatnot. Um, we had different people, like, do, um, we call them, like, uh, inspirational spiritual thoughts at night uh, before we went to, like, depart for the night or do what they need to do um and then there was one night where the staff went and just take did a cooking class and then the girls went and did their own uh went to dinner and just the memories that we created throughout the whole entire trip like they're just it's invaluable like i mean you can't put a price on it and you can't spend that much time together when we're here going to yeah we go to practice film whatever but then you always like depart and you go to class you go to your apartment you go you spend every minute together for 10 straight days and so and i'm proud to say there wasn't like nobody wanted to kill each other there wasn't drama there wasn't you know and i mean it was hot it was sweaty and it was like so it became fun things that we made fun of things in order to make jokes with each other you know and so i just we can't became close and you don't realize until you're in the in the mess of it that how close you can get Wow, that's look. I wish you could. Hear, hope you could hear this clapping. I don't know if you can hear it, Ryan. If you want to play some clapping, but um, <laughs> man, that kudos to you because awesome. uh, I, I and I always tell guys, especially the guys that aren't LDS. Cause I, I'm not LDS. Um, you know, obviously being black, being called as double minorities when you you know you're black and you're not LDS in Utah County. You're a double minority. And so I, I, I said what helped me out yeah. the best was just getting um, with my teammates and trying to be underneath them as much as possible either it's film like like i i barely went bowling like i never went hiking in california right i never went down rivers and i could swim but i never i never did nature stuff and and i really believe that that me taking those like that that initial or those additional um you know steps to be closer with them in the summer really separated me from all the other transfers that came in competing for the same spot was because i had that chemistry you just don't see, and I don't see the clicks that I that normally you do on, especially a women's team, right? Everybody just mm-hmm. kind of meshes together, and you'll see random two girls or three girls here and there, and it's never the same three. And 
they just like they get after each other on the court, but then they are they can walk off the court and be fine, you know. And I just think having that experience over there together helps be able to have that happen. Talking to Amber Whiting, head coach, second-year head coach of the BYU women's basketball program here on ESPN 960. And, Coach, I'm really glad that you brought up all those newcomers because you do. You've got a lot of new girls on this team, and we've talked a lot about a lot about those new girls. Not quite as much as we talked about Lauren Gustin. She's a fan favorite of this program. We are Gustin. Hashtag Gustin stands over here. Um, wait, 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 wait. I think it's in Gus, in Gus We Trust, right? In Gus yeah. We Trust, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, right, yeah, right, the, say, the saying that I created when we had her on was yeah. in Gus We Trust. Gus We Trust. Yes. And, Gus that, we trust. and I'll be saying it at every post-game That's interview right. when she's there in Gus We Trust. I'm getting yes. a T-shirt made for that. I get, you, I get you one, Coach. What size are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got T-shirts. Are you talking about um, me? We're, yeah. We're, yeah. Give me a small and man. Okay. Okay. Perfect. We are we are officially gusties. I know Taylor has her Swifties, but we're gusties over here. Um, but I, like I want I like it. I, I wanted to ask you about a couple of those newcomers though, because we've we've talked about a bunch of the new the new players. You know, uh, a certain girl named Amari Whiting. I think you know her. You you're you're you're, you're uh, you've heard of her a time or two. Uh, we've talked about some other freshmen with you, Aliyah Matavau. Uh, we talked about Kaylee Wilson with you at the sharpshooter at Lone Peak, Marina Mata, who I think Marina is officially on campus now after working through her, like her visa issues yep. and whatnot. Um, yep, she's here and in practice. She is, she is here and in the flesh. She actually exists. She's not just an Instagram profile, so that is good to know. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to ask you about a couple of transfers that you've had that we haven't really been able to talk about. One, one JUCO transfer. Uh, Kylie Krebs out of Glendale Community College from the North Shore of Oahu, I understand. She's a competitive surfer, which I want to ask you about. But I want to start with Lauren Davenport. She's a junior from Idaho Falls. So she's an Idaho girly like you are a little bit. Uh, transfer from Boston University. What have you made about her and, and kind of what you've seen from her as, as uh, Lauren's joined this team and, and kind of fit in with this team through practice? Um, Lauren's awesome. She's, we actually, I played against her when we, I was up there coaching in high school. So I already knew who she was. So when her name hit the portal, I was like, wow, let me call. And I knew her high school coach. So I just called immediately and he got me in touch with her. Um, but she provides a huge mismatch at this four spot for us if she plays the four. And she also can play the three. So she can provide mismatches there because she's a bigger guard. Um, and so if we're going to play like a four out system, I can use it at the four. If we're going to play, you know, two bigs, I can move her to the three. So she just gives me that versatility in my lineup and score depth. Um, she can shoot it. She can defend. She's a hustle kid. She just, she can do it all. And so that's what I was really excited for her to pick her up. And the fact that she wanted to move closer to home, it was like an easy decision, easy choice. And so, yeah. And we instantly clicked when we got on the phone. And so it was, it was really good. She played against Samari, too, and so there was already that familiarity. And so then from there, going to Italy, like I say, like you wouldn't ever even know she hadn't been on our team. Uh, the other transfer that I'm, I'm very intrigued by is uh, Kylie Krebs out of the North Shore of Oahu in Hawaii by way of Glendale Community College. So she's a junior college transfer for you. Comes from a really athletic family, got a couple of siblings that played a whole bunch of sports, football, water polo, rugby, um, all at the Power Five level, a couple at BYU, in fact. But is Kylie the first ever competitive surfer that you've coached in basketball? Yes. 
I didn't actually know that until she, I got on the phone with her and talked to her, but she's crazy good at it. And Kylie's like that glue kid for me. Um, she always will, I mean, she tells it like it is. And she, from the day one, when we had our very first team, like barbecue, when she came in here in June, she was just randomly standing talking to, I believe it was Nani. And they were playing cornhole. They were in like this deep discussion. And I kind of turned to my coaches like, did they know each other before this? And they were like, no, I don't think so. And so that's just, that's who Kylie is. She's, she is a relationship person. And so she's just going to dive deep in on you and get to know you. And so she's, she's like a genuine soul. If you ever get to sit down and talk to her inside and out, she's beautiful. And yeah, I love Ty. That's awesome. That's awesome. She's uh literally first time she meets somebody and she's immediately in a deep dive discussion on cornhole. I might have to challenge her to a cornhole game too. Cause I, I not to brag, <laughs> but I did win my family cornhole game this summer when we were in San Diego. So I beat four whole other people. Um, I come from a small family, but I'm, I guess you could say I'm pretty good. I'm kind of a semi-professional at this, at this point. I'm kind of a semi-professional. So I'll make sure to bring that up with her. Um, speaking of competitive okay. though, uh, I did want to have you on today, Coach, to uh, pick your brain a little bit because the Big 12 Women's Basketball Preseason Coaches Poll dropped today. And I I got to imagine you've already seen this or maybe you've blocked it out. I don't know. BYU picked number 11, no, though. Uh, Texas 1, Baylor okay. 2, Kansas 3. How are we feeling about that number 11 pick? And are you ready to shock some people come uh, the uh, tip-off of the season, your first season in the Big 12? Um, well, going into that coaches poll, when we were in the coaches meetings in uh, Texas in, I believe it was May, we really, I mean, all of us, with the transfer portal, you don't even know where people's rosters are, right, when you sit down and do mm-hmm. something like that until you can That's actually true. see it. Um, and so people were shuffling around. I mean, I know that coaches were arguing because one coach had a kick on the portal and the other coach picked him up and the rival schools or whatever it was. And so I didn't really know where we would land. And so I'm not, like, crazy shocked, but I'm also excited because that gives us so much time to grow and what we want to do. And I'm just really excited for what's coming. You know, like, you get to go play the best of the best every night out. And so in the WCC, that was like going out and playing Gonzaga every single night. And, like, I'm excited for it. And I know my girls are excited for it. That's what – I mean, every day in practice, they prepare for that, you know, and so they go harder. And so I don't really – like, I'm glad we're picked where we pick. So then we can go make some noise. Yeah, I, I think I think BYU just in general, all teams, um, we, we play really well with a chip on our shoulder. And I think that has to do a little bit more culturally. And I, and I can say this because I'm not LDS, but, you know, um, church history and, and you know, when you hear other Christians saying, oh, you guys are Mormons, you guys, are, you know, I think just naturally that that helps us out a lot. Um, and and so I, I always like to be the underdog as well. Um, but because when it, when it comes to this, the schedule and, and there's other teams that have played so far, um, have you have you talked to other coaches and said, hey, you know, you guys have started your, your conference play. Is there any tips or tricks that you guys could um you know, lend me, or do you think it's something more of you have to experience it yourself? Um, well, I talked to, so Jenny from Oklahoma, she's, her and I are close friends. Um, and I talked to her out on the road recruiting this summer and I was like, okay, 
because we played each other now because they came to here, right? And so I was like, give it to me. What what do I need to expect? Like, what should I be ready for? And she just kind of put it in a good way that I didn't think about. Every single team plays a different style of basketball. So, like, when you go to the SEC, it, there's a lot of teams that play a certain way, and they're all very similar. But this way, you got to prepare different for a lot of different styles of play. And so that's going to be – so that's, we dove into that this summer, into film on each uh, team, like, you know, how they press or how they do something different. Um, and then you go to, like, there's a couple new incoming coaches, like Mark Campbell at TCU, um, obviously the four new teams that are coming into Big 12. So it's not like we're going into a conference that's already been established across the board. There are five or six of us that are brand new. Uh, Mark Kellogg at West Virginia – like, we have a lot of new faces as well. And so they have to prepare for us just like we have to prepare for them. And so I think it kind of evens the playing field out a little bit that way for us, and which I'm excited to dive into. But, I mean, next year we won't be the newbies, right? There's newbies coming in. And so the same thing again. we got to go back through that process. That's true. Uh, it's, it's all new. It's, or it's, I should say not all new. It's almost all new this year with the first year in the big 12 conference but there's also a very like uh kind of sense of familiarity with that non-conference schedule that you put into effect some you guys are are going to play at the old byu hawaii campus uh in that north shore classic you've got a whole bunch of the in-state schools on the schedule your home openers against weber state you got utah utah state uh you're you're playing utah valley uh, another good crosstown rivalry in there. Was it a big deal going into so much unfamiliarity um, conference-wise to kind of keep a little bit of sort of sameness, I guess, on the non-conference side for you guys? Um, yeah, Lee does a really good job with our schedule. He's in charge of it, and he you know, tries to get some really good tests and then some games that will help us uh, work on things. But then also we have to work around, like, there's a week that we have to be out of the Marriott Center, so we have to be on the road. And, I mean, obviously, Power 5 now, so teams want, you know, the bye games are a lot more to try, are a lot harder to try to find. So he does a really good job strategically trying to do that. But you always got to you always gotta try and play your regional teams that are semi-close for travel purposes. So then when you get the Big 12, travel's going to be a lot more, right? And so trying to keep it minimum at first because so, so they can get ready for the gauntlet that's coming. Um, so, yeah, he does a good job with it, but that's just what we tried to do. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm not going to lie, Coach. Uh, one game that probably almost zero fans, maybe zero fans in general, are looking at right now, but one that really kind of got me a little bit excited was seeing LMU back on your guys' schedule. Just a little bit of a throwback to the WCC. You obviously played in or coached in that conference uh, last year in your first year, and most of your girls know kind of the style of play in the WCC as well. Is there is there a game on this schedule that you're really looking forward to, whether it's in conference or out of conference, or or something something that like something that you're really looking forward to with with this overall schedule? Because I'm not going to lie, and you already know this year a week into practice, but the season is here for all intents and purposes. You know. Yeah. Now I I mean I try and tell my girls game by game, one game at a time. I don't want to ever look ahead. I mean, I know everybody's talking about our Texas game there. That's like the last game of the season, right? We have Very to last, go yeah. game by game and get yeah, get better every single time we step on the floor. And so I try and just keep them focused on one game at a time 
And I know people use that like lip service a lot, but I really am right now. It's just Montana State. That's it. BYU women's basketball head coach Amber Whiting uh, here on ESPN 960 Radio talking about her team, talking about uh, her shoe game. You guys can rewind that on the podcast feed a little bit if you missed that. Talking about her first year in the Big 12. Cougs are picked number 11th in the 14-team Big 12. I know there's a lot of numbers there that don't necessarily make sense, but but stay with us. It'll eventually even out mathematically, I think. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for joining Bilo and I and, and talking basketball and uh, getting ready for the season with us. All right. Sounds good. I'll see you tomorrow, right? Saturday. 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 See Saturday. Oh, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, okay. call, yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm be on air. I'm gonna be on air tomorrow, so uh, no, I want the full experience. No, 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 no. That no. Saturday. I'm there Saturday. I'll call, see you then. Call Lizzie. Call <laughs> Preston. We're gonna bring the video crew. We're gonna document this, guys. I'm, I'm there. serious. We're I'm gonna there. document this. Saturday, Saturday from eight to ten. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I'll see you there. Saturday from eight to ten. Eight to ten. Okay. Eight to ten. We'll see All you right, there. Coach. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. All right, thank you, guys. Hey, bye bye. That was BYU women's basketball head coach Amber Whiting joining us for a couple of minutes. I love, I love, I love her. She's so fun. She's the best. She, she really, is. she's, she's great. Cool. She's really great. And I don't know how much higher than number eleven BYU finishes in their first year in the Big Twelve. I got a sneaky suspicion it's gonna be a little bit higher though. I think they might be. I think they might be a little bit underrated. I'm not here out here calling for them to win the conference in year one or anything like that. Like no super hot takes here. I think number eleven might be might be underrating them a little bit. What do you think, Ron? Yeah, I wanted to say this. Below, you know, I, I touched on it a little bit of a different way. But, Sean, I've told you this, and we've agreed on this, and I've told Ben, they haven't proven anything. So if you're BYU and you're looking uh, – football probably a little bit different. You kind of have to maybe take that with a chip on your shoulder. But they're ranked 11. They're the top-ranked newcomer. I mean, even for uh, football, they weren't ranked last out of the newcomers. Like, you haven't proven anything. And do I think that there's more proof in the pudding for BYU women's – basketball, um, BYU men's basketball, BYU football, absolutely. But until you've gone out there and proven it, no one's going to respect you. And I love what Coach Amber Whiting said. It's, I like being ranked low because when we finish higher, when we do this, you know, exactly. Like, and that's the, that's the whole thing. And it goes back to what I mentioned in the first hour about Kalani Sataki. Like, all right, people had Oklahoma and Texas winning last year. Who was the national championship? Oh, who won? Oh, TCU. Kansas State won the Big 12 championship? Okay. It's just like you have – I love that mentality from coaches of like, I don't really care what they say. I'm not going to look at that. We're going to go play. And I agree. I don't think this team is going to finish 11th. I think they're going to finish um, higher than that. But they're, de- they're not going to win it, not saying that. But definitely I think, you know, they haven't earned the respect of anybody, which rightfully so from a standpoint. But it's also good to have a chip on your shoulder. But I believe they're getting the credit and the recognition that they deserve as definitely being one of the best newcomers of the four schools coming in the conference. That was BYU Basketball on ESPN 960 Sports, brought to you by Twisted Cow Shakes, home of the -the over-the-top shakes. Check them out, 250 North University Avenue, right in the heart of downtown Provo, where some ice cream is better than others. Check them online, thetwistedcowshakes.com. We'll take a break, pay some bills, uh, and when we come back, we'll talk with a longtime friend of the show, Matt Brown of the Extra Point Newsletter, for a college football segment right here on ESPN 960, ESPN960sports.com.